Oh, it's good to be here recording this beautiful piece that uh, we want to share with the world. My name is Shauna King and I'm from Shine Mind Body Spirit and with my dear and beautiful colleague and dear friend Charlotte Casfada, uh, we are co co-founders and co-directors of Shine Mind Body Spirit, a well-being education initiative that is designed and has the aim of inspiring, informing and empowering women of all ages, young and old and in between on all the wonderful ways that we can enrich our lives and our wells of being, particularly by being inspired by our outer ecologies and how that really informs, inspires and empowers our inner ecologies. And we have been penning a book over the last six months and we are excited to share this little excerpt, a little bit of a poetic piece reflective piece on the spirit of nature and how that imparts in our inner ecologies and then how we represent that back out into the world and how there there is this symbiotic relationship between ourselves and the spirit of nature and how that we are connected even if and in spite of the great disconnect and divide that we feel as a species that's roaming this earth i think the human the human um collective of seven billion has somewhat become um disconnected from the actual laws of nature and what actually created us here and this incredible uh planet so enjoy this piece of writing and sit back and just soak in the medicine and the message that this piece of writing is designed to invoke within you our book is titled a long way from home a journey back into your nature and your well And this piece of writing doesn't particularly have a title. It more has a a short paraphrase. And it starts like this. The enduring and restorative human spirit, born out of the stark and brutal nature of 2021, in country known as Corrumwarrumble, atop the Dandenong Ranges, the place in a cool temperate rainforest, living amongst and within, under and between the great trees, the fauna and flora of the forest itself. Corrum Warrumbul is home and country of our ancestors, the Wurundjeri. We acknowledge and deeply respect our Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, past, present and emerging, as the traditional owners and custodians of Corrum Warrumbul, the blessed land from which we thrive, and sovereignty has never been ceded and it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. There is no more testament to the enduring qualities of spirit than when we, as mere mortals, mere humans, fauna of the earth, are reckoned with by the force and spirit of nature herself, be it air, water, fire or earth, the elemental spirit of our planet is a force that governs over our entire human experience. When we are mortally wrapped in her spirit of creation and of destruction, the spirit of our own internal and external natures are deeply impacted by both her loving embrace 
such as when we are immersed in nature and in awe of her beauty and serenity. And yet in the spirit of the planet's dualities, we are equally in awe and affected and informed equally by her violence and her death. Our outer world ecologies inform, inspire and empower our inner world ecologies and the spirit of our nature. Our seasons and our relationship to her impart all of her laws unto our mortal experiences. Living close to her, hearing her, seeing, touching, feeling, sensing her in every atom is in every sense connected with spirit. The spirit of land, of country, of, of the plants and all its animals, its vibrations and the frequency of each place in each day and night of each season of each ecosystem imparts the essence of our greatest source of life, Mother Nature and her law, her spirit. It is undeniable and there are many of us who will not resonate with this connection who feel that this connection with the spirit of nature does not inform inspire and empower their well of being yet it is those of us that are in the depths of this disconnection where we are implored to reconnect and to feel into the very nature of the human spirit and nature herself as a symbiotic relationship whether or not you consciously are embodying that or not the nature law is undeniably intrinsically connected to our experiences as human beings on this planet her spirit is enduring and resilient, reliable and tenacious, predictably unpredictable. Her vital life force, her spirit is not to be reckoned with. Yet as a collective of 7 billion, we have as a species reckoned with her. There is no getting closer to understanding and embodying her reckoning than being immersed in her violence insignificantly helpless in awe of her power her hunger for destruction as equally as she provides and thrives she destroys and spits out returns that with which she wishes to transform and feed back back into the life and death cascade that governs the life force of this planet the turning and the churning of the karmic life cycle of creation and destruction on the mountain of Corrumwarrumbul, atop the Dandenong Ranges, deep inside the belly of winter and the world's most chronic, reductive, enduring lockdown, isolating from each other in order to stay safe from each other, we lay contracted, drawn in and grounded, tightly woven back down into our own fabrics of insignificance whilst we waited out the eye of a pandemic as we huddled in homes for over 200 days with close kin for protection yet away from each other's inner ecologies for the threat of robbed futures. The spirit of Mother Nature and her element of air and earth played a dance so intense and so violent on our mountain that our human spirits were truly tested for 
their endurance and resilience. Our human spirit during a long dark moon's night in winter was met with the very spirit of Mother Nature and her will to create and destroy life in a breath, with her breath and her fury. A storm with a spirit of chaos and destruction and force yielded the greatest habitat loss the mountain of Corrimorrimble has ever seen in our own generational lifetimes during this night in June 2021. A hundred-year storm that took with it hundreds of years of fauna and flora, thousands upon thousands of the mountain's oldest and wisest trees, and yet extraordinarily, sacredly, she did not take one human life. In the eye of a pandemic, whilst we were keeping safe from the threat of each other, our mountain, the place we call home, the place of the big trees and the big birds, where the exhalation of breath is deep and long and the inhalation alive and invigorating. Yet with this same breath, the breath of these trees, she became fierce and powerful beyond human measure. Winds whipped up so fast for hours and hours on this night of the big storm. As we bunkered down with nowhere to go and no means of connecting to each other, locked down, powered down, communications down, the storm ravaged the skies, the ridge of Corrimorrimble. The wind, she came like a thunderous flock of dragons up the valleys and gullies, whipping up and around the edges and the ridges of Corrimorrimble with that raging noise that is etched into our spirits. This wind, she met our trees, our giants, our wise ones, with a ferociousness that the trees had never had to fight against before. The wind, she met the mountain from a new, different direction. The element of earth and air in a tussle so fierce the strength in the trees, in the root systems, in the way they have grown into country was not prepared for this fight, for this wind on this night in the winter of 2021. The spirit of the wind was so wild and violent that with her almighty power, she lifted countless wise and giant trees from their grounded roots, mountain ash after mountain ash tree uprooted from their depths, Mesmate gum snapped in half by the brutality of the constant and enduring ten hours of yielding to the force and reckoning of the wind. The middle canopy throughout the forest was ripped off the trunks of all the trees, opening up the forest like a wound, remembering when she was ripped away before. As the wind swept and the rain wept, the trees fell and they fell and they fell, thundering into the earth as they crashed and thudded into the belly of the earth, the cracking of deep fissures in the ancient timbers as they gave way, falling upon each other, surrendering, giving their life, shaking the hallowed mucked earth for over ten hours as they fell and gave way, surrendered, as they fell and they fell, they now lay, those that have been left in honouring of the land and country they are, 
like giants sleeping in the mourned earth of its undergrowth. That night of the great storm, the mortal humans were humbled by the great spirit knowing of the trees of Mother Nature. When we emerged when the night ebbed away and the sun gave us light, we crawled out into a new landscape, one that was battered and unrecognisable to the night before. In the days and weeks that followed this great storm upon the mucked and hallowed ground of the mountain, you could hear her spirit sigh. We mourned and grieved the loss so deeply. Our trees, our forest was decimated and now was the site of a graveyard. In the days and weeks, the spirit of nature, she slowly ebbed her way back from the trauma of the great storm and its destructions. The lyrebirds responded to the storm with vigour in the days that followed. They sounded excited in the days that followed the storm by the newly landscaped forest floor. Mostly heard at, at dusk, they were singing in the morning and matching the sounds of the chainsaws. For them there was much to scratch around and exploring. The odd black cockatoo returned back to the forest a couple of days after the storm to a new landscape. It must have felt inexplicable for them to return. Their cries, their shrieking, palpable and somehow different. The yellow sulphur-crested cockadoos who nest in these trees in their hundreds if not thousands took their time in returning they did follow suit but for some time they were quieter than normal and if not vacant from their homes many seemed to had relocated for a short time away from their intergenerational nesting places on Corrumwarrumble the ground dwelling fauna of the forest were nowhere to be seen seemingly perhaps burrowed down into the earth building courage if they survive to brave what has become of their homes in the days that followed the storm they were wet and cold some of us were displaced without home without our sanctuary as the trees toppled into and around our homes infrastructure was destroyed the people of the mountain of Corrumwarrumbul were without the residential privileges of power some without running water some without access out of their trapped properties. Some of those people were so traumatised by the brutal volume of the falling great giants that simply emerging in the following days took their breath away in panic and devastation. We had survived, all of us, a most brutal experience of the destructive yet incredibly humbling expression of the spirit of nature and her reckoning. In her taking and destruction, we also felt a humbling in her saving of grace. As we walked over and amongst the hallowed ground of Corrumwarrumbul in the days and now months following on from this great storm, witnessing the patterns and intent of how so many trees fell, one couldn't help but feel the spirit of the trees and how they came to lay upon the earth between so many houses in front of around and through as if they had succumbed in place of the mortals that lived beneath them protecting them they fell across roads along roads through the middle of houses missing bedrooms to the sides of houses missing the lounge where families huddled together the grief of losses preceding the storm in the prevailing winter 
where the forest was different, our home was different, our country felt different, our relationship to the mountain, to Karamwarambul, was different. The sound of the wind was now different. The grief and losses preceding this storm are still enduring six months later. The sound of the wind is now different. It used to get caught in the tops of the great and thick upper canopy. It now has a haunting sound that gushes around loosely about the medium canopy that is bare and open around the scarred, empty trunks of stripped trees. The mist now lay broadly throughout a more open and vast forest and the sorrow sits heavy like a cloak over the ground upon the decaying bodies of the fallen. The mist now wraps herself around the bodies of the broken and the sleeping trees and somewhat feels more poignant. The spirit of that storm is now part of the sum of each of our spirits in 2021. It is of great spiritual significance, our home, our Corrinwarrimbal, for her spirit, her nature, her country, her land, the giants. We felt Corrinwarrimbal crying for the loss of yet another century cycle of life, of wisdom. As our fallen trees were lifted from their dreaming, dumped into trucks after truck after truck and herded away, carted off, driven off, taken away, lost forever. A remembering of the loss and mourning for the spirit of country and our First Nations seemed interconnected. For all that had been lost and fallen, carted up and herded away, it, it felt as if the spirit of our country was also taken. And yet, she lives on in every place, in the very place of you and us and our nature here on the mountain. Our fallen trees were the last of our land's great ancestors, great-grandfathers and grandmothers of this mountain. Some of them are the last survivors to witness the fall and removal of our First Nations from Corrinwarrimbal centuries ago. Those giants that fell were some of our last connections to the great ancestry of this land. Corrinwarrimbal, she heals and its people heal from its losses and trauma, are also informed, inspired and empowered by the enduring qualities of the spirit of nature, the spirit of the mountain, the spirit of the wind. How she restored through the remainder of her winter, how she renewed once the spring came, and now how she is reviving in the months of summer. We rejoice in the expansive and celebratory nature that now summer is edging into as we approach the summer solstice. It is now six months to the day of the great storm and the seasons have cycled through. As to have our own seasons of loss, restoration, healing and momentum. And as our beautiful planet Earth spins on her axis, our natures ebb and flow and we continue with the same energy and momentum that governs this life force. We observe the forest healing, growing and thriving, Corrin Warrumbull standing in her own sovereignty. She moves on. She takes her losses. 
she restores and feeds the cycle of continuation, the momentum of life force, the spirit of nature and the spirit of human nature are but one. Nature's spirit is within you in all her creation and in all her destruction. Thank you for listening. Enjoy this expansive period in the cycle of the annual seasonal wheel as we approach the summer solstice in the coming weeks. It is a highly expansive period of time. And with that, we wish you a celebratory and rejoicing period over this summer season. And we trust that we will connect again. Thank you for listening. Have a great and beautiful embodied day. And get out in nature today and feel your connectedness with her and how you and Mother Nature are but the same and are governed by the same law. Have a great day.